SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide, leading the conversation. John Ian for Aldrin is beyond the headline on SAFM. It's 20 past three. Human Rights Watch has warned that the draft law and association submitted by 10 parliamentarians at the Tunisian parliament would violate the right to freedom of association and endanger civic space in the country if adopted in its current form. Under the draft law, international organizations would be required to obtain prior authorization to register from the Foreign Affairs Ministry, also empowers the ministry to issue temporary authorizations and to revoke and suspend them at its own discretion. Leonard, uh, sorry, correction, Lennon Ndebele is the head of News24 Africa Desk. Lennon, thank you very much for joining us. What does this mean for civic organizations in Tunisia? Well, it means uh, the death of uh, freedom of expression uh, and association and by and large the end of democracy. Why? Well, if you look at uh, Tunisia uh, from around about 2011, it was the home of the Arab Spring. It was the Arab success story. But uh, as years went on, you know, uh, you had more human rights organizations, civic society registering. It was uh, encouraged, but not until uh, this new guy, uh, Said, came into power. Kay Said uh, actually took over everything and he started to take back the country to, to the dark ages. What do these civic organizations do? Well, uh, they, they look at human rights issues, uh, uh, sexual violence, uh, freedom of speech. Or, well, all those basic things that most uh, NGOs do, like uh, looking into uh, human rights, civil liberties, and uh, uh, people's uh, rights to, to a free society. All right, so they, they're almost like watchdogs in a way, and they raise, they raise issues when they see them related to what they're interested in. Yes, certainly so. Okay. Uh, what are some of the things that, the, obviously, they're, they're creating hoops now for these NGOs. So what are some of the hoops that they ha- are going to have to jump through? Well, uh, for you to be registered, uh, you have to satisfy a stringent measure mm-hmm. set, uh, set by the Tunisian government. For example, uh, who's funding you? Uh, what are your core values? Uh, uh, basically, what you want to do in Tunisia? and uh, your relations basically uh, with the, the government is that not a good thing though if if maybe the funding is coming from nefarious backgrounds it's a good thing to know where they're coming from well it is but uh, everyone has got a right to choose uh, uh, who to work with i mean if you you find uh, uh, in the global scenario um, international organizations getting money from maybe the un open society and these other uh, 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 sources. Uh, it's a normal thing, but uh, if you are to say uh, you don't want money coming in from outside the country, well, there's no money in Tunisia to mm-hmm. fund these operations. You end up relying on government and uh, they, they, they set it on for you. One of the big worries as well is it empowers the authorities to establish a database of associations and the volunteers. So I, I imagine there's a worry that privacy is out the window then because you know who's doing what and you can't have these people dig too deeply because they people will know who they are. Yeah, they, they can just come to your house and take you at night. You know, they can wow. just look into your phone. They can just do anything because if the laws allow them to, you have no leverage to work with. Zimbabwe have done more or less the same sort of thing, the patriotic bill viewed by human rights defenders as a brutal assault on civic space. Is this the same thing? Well, not really. Uh, this one is is, is, is is similar to the P 
PVOA bill, the one on private voluntary organizations, which is yet to be passed. Mm -hmm. They failed to pass it in the last parliament, but uh, this new parliament is set to pass it if uh, ZANU-PF is a two-thirds majority, which is likely going to happen anyway. So this coming year, I mean, by May probably, that law will be in effect and uh, you'll find a lot of these uh, NGOs uh, heavily regulated or banned from operating in the country, especially in the human rights uh, spaces. What's the current state of Tunisia? Council of Tunisia, well, you have uh, said uh, when you came into power uh, in, in 2019, he's been on, on, a, on a road to, 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 to become a dictator. And in July 2021, he forced parliament, said the uh, government, you know, it was a dramatic thing in North Africa. I mean, you're taking it back to where it was, you know, people were being uh, arrested. Now there's a there's a new constitution that was passed and as we speak right now you have a president uh, who's got a low rating you know there were elections in in, in december parliamentary elections there was a high a, a low voter turnout eight percent uh, of the electorate turned up so it shows their disdain for 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 for, 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 for the rulership uh, there was such hope for tunisia after that arab spring wasn't there and and it's all just gone wrong yeah, sadly. You know, the world of uh, uh, North Africa, so to speak, uh, is not as democratic as Sub-Saharan Africa. It's, uh, it's also similar in Egypt where you have uh, a stringent president, you have the same in Morocco, where you have a, a ruthless king. Yeah, we, we were talking yesterday, the day before, about Egyptian refugees going through Libya, uh, Algerian refugees, but Tunisia is the central point because it's so close to Europe. I guess they're having to deal with that as well. Yes, certainly. And, uh, and especially, yeah. No, go yeah. ahead. I was going to okay. say that the, these NGOs uh, that are now wanting to be not banned, but having to jump through hoops, they would look after these human rights. They might not be there anymore. Yeah, and, and and the unfortunate thing is people coming from, from the south, you know, where you have the likes of Sudan, where there's conflict, people going further up, not trying to, to escape. And most of these are, are, are black people, you know, it's unfortunate uh, uh, they might not even get uh, enough uh, attention or justice, so to speak. Yeah, it's, it's suddenly different wars move that focus. Uh, Lennon, quickly, this this... This proposed basic law and 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 the the process of of making these NGOs jump through hoops, is is it a foregone conclusion or can are people in Tunisia fighting back against this? Well, there's a parliament which is highly loyal to to, to the president, you know. So, ten legislators actually are the ones pushing for it, yeah. and it will sail through. There's no doubt about that. It will sail through. There's no opposition in Tunisia. All right. Uh, and what are the what are the NGOs saying? Are they going to try and stay on or is, will they just pack up shop? Well, what usually happens is when they pack up shop, they, they go to the nearest uh, country, say, maybe another country near Tunisia. Like, say, in Sudan, mm. you find some of these uh, civic society groups operating from uh, the Gambia or other West African countries. They just, uh, they'll just move office, basically, but they'll still try to work with people within the country. All right, Lennon, Lennon Ndebele, thank you very much. Head of News 24 Africa Desk, updating us on uh, a worrying situation happening in Tunisia.